This is Sylvia Schneider and Diana Belbar with Equinely Inclined, the equine podcast for the Internet Horse Community, episode 194, The Adventures of Dally and Spanky and Francesca Carson 2, recorded on December 4th, 2019, brought to you in part by Pondside Digital Media with online strategy consulting and advising by sylviaschneider.ca. And this episode is also brought to you by you, our listeners, through your generous monthly support. Thank you for that support. Hi, I'm Sylvia Schneider. And I'm Diana Belbar. This episode will include... Thoughts on holiday gift giving. An update on Tim the Quarter Horse. An interview with Francesca Carson, inspiration for the adventures of Dally and Spanky movie. Exclusive content highlights, Cyber Week sale ending soon. And that's pretty much it. So, we have a short but sweet episode this week, eh, Diana? Yes, <laughs> and just one interview, but it's a good one. It is. Uh, anything of interest happened during your week, Diana? Yeah, only one fun thing. Our Christmas in the Country event is coming up this weekend, and you know, all of the community halls take part. They're all participating. Is that the one where you actually get on a bus and you go yeah, from place to place? Yeah, and you travel from place to place. Cool. Yeah, and there's all these venues, and yeah. the Bookmobile, my we Bookmobile travels around yeah. and visits all those places, too. Yeah, there was a lot of fun. Yeah, but I've had a special request a special request. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so someone wants you to do something? <laughs> yeah. Aside from the bookmobile, which I won't be driving, yeah. uh, for several years now, mm-hmm. we've actually um, contributed our donkey, Charlie, and yeah. one of our sheep, Fergie, to the live nativity at Monistic Community Church. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> and so now they've asked me for a camel. A camel. Yeah. You're not in the best country to provide that. I think a llama <laughs> might be a better bet. Yeah, true enough. But uh, <laughs> lacking a llama, you know. <laughs> We've been working on transforming Pepper the Pony into a dromedary. Oh, a dromedary. Okay. A single humped camel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a little easier. A yeah. little easier yeah. to... Uh, to uh, manage. Fake. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, she can fake it till she makes it. Yeah. Well, it must be a lot of work to provide all those animals and make sure they're <laughs> transported and yeah. handled properly and and taken care of while well, they're there. Well, it's, it's only, what, two miles away. Oh, well, that's not <laughs> too bad. Know. Okay. And uh, I will be there for we, the most part. We are in a large yeah. county, right? Yeah. But, yeah, of course, Monistic Community Church is very close to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And all of my animals love attention, and mostly they're just going to be enjoying the hay in the manger. Well, that's great. So, yeah. Not a hard job. Not, no. It's a pretty good gig if you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I followed your lead, and I had a doozy of a fall oh, on, no. on some hidden ice Saturday night. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's really ridiculous. I'm so careful out here, and I've got my new boots that have the little ice effects um, picks in them. Hey, yeah, you were telling me. They're no, no, really wait great. a minute. They're the ones that you were telling me after I fell mm-hmm. and did a face plant and mm-hmm. broke my glasses. Yes, I you know. said, Oh, but I have these I know, boots. I know. So we go into the city, and, and what do I do? And I were you wearing into, those boots? No. Oh. I switch into my black high fancy top runners. Right? No, not even oh. fancy, just my runners. And, uh, and I don't know why I didn't expect it, but my arms hmm. were full. And uh, I stepped 
I stepped, I don't know, it was, I just stepped and it, there was ice underneath the snow and I just went up and kismash. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only good thing, you know, about having something in your hand is that stops you from putting your arm out and breaking your wrist. Well, So I like carrying true. things in my hand, actually. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't I matter, mean, you, you have to tuck your chin. Yeah. And, uh, I yeah. put I put my arm out and so it did take a good brunt of it, but you're right, I couldn't put my hand out because it good, was full. Which is yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm feeling really lucky because I didn't break anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm, That's probably why you didn't. Uh, <laughs> Just yeah. say I'm a bit frustrated though because <laughs> although, with me you know <laughs> although I no longer need to go to physio for my finger because they, uh-huh. they kicked me out of that even though my finger is still swelling yeah now I'm booking massage appointments to get over this injury oh, yeah and it's so frustrating you know I when it happens to me I always feel like such a klutz mm. and I saw something online the other day about how to fall and yeah. it reminded me you know it was a martial arts thing right and years ago I when when I was uh, I don't know nineteen or something, I I took judo mm-hmm. and uh, not for long, mm-hmm. and I certainly didn't learn to randori with any degree of expertism, but yeah. I did learn to fall, mm-hmm. and it it comes because they make you they they make you repeat it mm-hmm. and this fast, left right back forward left right back. For just bam, 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 until it becomes second nature. Yeah. And they teach you to tuck that chin to yeah. to protect yourself on the back falls. Yeah. And then to turn your head to protect yourself on front facing falls. Interesting. Right. And then they teach you to hit the ground with with intent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. You know. So so, so anyway, like it's purposeful. So it is very purposeful, and you know, it really stood me in good stead yeah. for a long, long time. And people still say. That my falls are amazing, yeah, right. but my reflexes aren't what they used to be. <laughs> so, but still, I would highly recommend martial arts training in the art of falling ah, okay. for everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just there you go. Yeah. Well, as I said, my hands were all full. <laughs> I, I didn't feel like a klutz, but I certainly felt helpless mm-hmm. when it was happening, and I didn't bounce up like usual, oh, yeah. which is probably a good thing. Um, however, I, I just really like to get some of my time up. Uh, all this self-care is driving me crazy. <laughs> well, if it's not self-care, it's dim care, and I'm sure you would. Yes. Good segue. <laughs> yeah. Well, here is here is a little update on Tim. So the chiropractor came up to see him on Friday mm-hmm. and was quite impressed with how he's doing. So I'm pretty pleased about that. Oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been pretty um, pretty good about going and doing those stretches with him every day. So, um, but he's still needs to do some healing so I'm continuing with the therapy exercises and uh oh you're right it's not really <laughs> not Pilates. Pilates. It's, no, more like no <laughs> yeah. it's more like yoga so but I'm doing all the same stretches but I'm also walking him over a rail which he couldn't do before mm-hmm. and and doing a minimal amount of trotting with him not over the rail right. so yeah and I'm supposed to be doing more core stretches with him but I'm doing some self-care yeah, 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 yeah. Fall on Saturday so <laughs> I'll get to those but I'm not rushing into it. Mm. And uh, his next appointment is just before Christmas. So I think my biggest challenge at the moment is to keep him healing and strong, but not overdo it. Mm. And I'm usually guilty of doing that to myself. Yeah, so. well, you won't be, you know, overdoing it with him, but it's you. Well, I'm no, worried about. I'm, I'm more concerned about overdoing it with him mm. because, you mm. know, like even too much trotting will mm-hmm. set oh, him yeah. back, right? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah. 
Well, you know, holidays are coming up, and for us, it means Christmas gift giving. So, mm-hmm. what's the best horsey gift you've ever received, Diana? You know, I think I'd have to say, and this was surprising that this came to me. Hmm, and we won't go into it, but a lot. <laughs> but I received an English helmet and leather riding boots from my boyfriend. Mm. along with lessons. Oh, wow. And I know he probably regretted it later. <laughs> well, he needed to be taking the lessons, too. Yeah, well. That would have been good. W- yeah, yeah, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's okay. I, I know that, uh, you know, it was my husband who said, you can do this. You can do, the mm-hmm. you know, have horses and ride and take lessons. And, you know, like, so he encouraged me. But these days, sometimes I wonder <laughs> yeah. if, he, if he really Here wishes. You anyway, I'd say the best gift I received, because it was so unexpected, was a tack bag from my brother-in-law. Your brother-in-law. Yeah. Wow. And it was a really cool tack bag. I, st- I still have it. Um, it. It has a place for a saddle and a helmet and a bridle. An English saddle, mind you. Yeah, you know. yeah. Um, but I should pull it out again. It was really useful, just really heavy to handle. When everything's in the same bag, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so Christmas is uh, a great time for some holiday gift giving, and we'll get into a little bit more. Yeah, about we can later. talk a little more about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we have an interview with Francesca Carson now. Right. Yes. You have seen Francesca at Main Event Expo before. Do you remember? Yeah, that was how long ago now? <laughs> Well, a few years, but I guess I do have a memory, a good memory for things mm-hmm. I've seen for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, she did uh, one of the um, evening evening uh, displays, right? And she oh, did... right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You start to I remember didn't, now? No, but I didn't always go to those with you. Oh, so. okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I, I know I've mentioned it before that as just one person, it was really hard <laughs> to be everywhere at main events. Is this where I say I'm sorry mm. again? sure you can say it again i'll accept it i'll accept your apology yeah so anyway yeah the main event in chilliwack when i was there by myself it was kind of difficult to see everything but you know it was it was only fate that determined that i'd actually see francesca doing her demo and presentation because i was actually planning on seeing another um overlapping presentation but it ended early. Okay. <laughs> so it before ended before you I even got, got there. there. I know it was yeah. really weird. It, it had like about a half an hour left, but I went and there were a couple of people sitting there and they were talking as if it was all over. So, you know, but I heard Francesca talking and I followed the sound of her voice. And luckily I was able to watch the rest of her demo and it oh, was excellent. really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then let's have a listen to your interview and get some tips on training. On liberty training. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, it's Sylvia Schneider, and I am here with Francesca Carson. I'm at the Chilliwack Main Event Expo, and it's 2019. And I'm fascinated, Francesca. <laughs> I wanted to interview you about the things that you do, and but it, it's like a Pandora's box. A little bit more comes out all the time. So can you please tell our listeners who Francesca Carson is, how you got started with horses, and then maybe we'll go from there. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not sure if we have enough time to, to tell the whole story, but I'm super excited to be here at the main event and excited to be on your podcast. Oh, thank um, you. It's such a great thing to be able to um, connect the equine community. So yeah. my name's Francesca, and um, I live in the Pacific Northwest 
and um, I've been to the main event uh, for, I think this is probably my fifth time. This is my first time on my own mm -hmm. um, as Francesca Carson, and I'm super excited to be here. And I, you can probably hear my accent, it's sort of a weird accent, but I was born and raised in the UK, American father, English mother, so I did ride growing up and, um, you know, traditionally English. And then um, I did move to the States um, when I was 21 and have been here ever since, so I'm not going to tell you how long that is. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I got... Um, I had a little uh, hunter horse and I, I did ride English and then I met some cowboys and I discovered the Western lifestyle and it was... Um, I was fascinated because it wasn't just a riding, it was no. sort of a way of life. It and is. I had never, you know, the, the English, they have, you know, fox hunting and they have show jumping. But, but the Western lifestyle, it was, you know, I'd watch these kids. I mean, they, they grow up in it. They live it, eat it, breathe it. And um, I met some great people and I was just, just fascinated. So, you know, I started riding Western, but... You know, I would say that riding's riding. It really doesn't matter what saddle you have. I'm riding's riding, whether you have a saddle, don't have a saddle, treeless saddle, ride yeah. a gated horse. I mean, it's all just connecting with the horse, really. So, right. so, um, so that's kind of uh, my story. And then I watched some um, some European Liberty trainers, um, the very very famous uh, Lorenzo. If you don't know him, oh, you should Google him. To yes. me, best in the world. Okay. He his story was, you know, he was sleeping in the barn when he was like three years old, next to the horses. He loved them so much. And what he does, you'll see him perform worldwide. He rides. I think he's sometimes has 16 horses half a white half oh. a black and he roman rides they're all loose he rides them over jumps and um anyway i just it was magic it would be almost like cavalia having that many horses uh, in there but with one person and yes. and uh i guess you know for me liberty when i first started seeing these people i mean i just thought it was magic I didn't think it was possible, you know, for the average person. I mean, I had trouble sometimes leading my horse. I mean, it was so... Um, so I thought it was magic, and it was just something I really, really wanted to do. So um, I started dabbling in it, um, did a lot wrong, mm -hmm. and then I, uh, I got some help. I went to some very good people, and they sort of set me straight. Um, I was at a helping teach a clinic one time in California and there was a gal there and she said please could you take my horse and I said well I'll, let me come look at him and he was 30 inches tall and I said no no I, I don't want a miniature horse no I mean I can't ride him what? she's what like please please and then at that moment I think he bit her arm and then kicked someone else and she's like if you don't take him he was t two and I said okay I'll take him so loaded him in the horse trailer and he went into the horse trailer there was three horses in there and he bit the bit and kicked the last one who promptly kicked him out of the trailer oh so anyway that was the beginning of the story of a horse i named spanky <laughs> and um spanky if you'd have told me back then if where he is now who he is he, i mean he's world famous sony pictures just released um, a movie, uh, The Adventures of Dally and Spanky, um, which you can see here on the on the video. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, from that moment when I first took him, I mean, if somebody would have told me, I wouldn't have believed them. And so I, I think the moral of the story is, you know, you watch these people do amazing things and it's within everybody's reach. Yes. Maybe not Roman riding 16 horses, but <laughs> um, liberty, what I love about liberty is, um, and sometimes I get off track, you might have to push me back, is what I love about... Fireside chat. (laughs) Fireside chat. What I love about liberty is everybody can do it. You know, some of us have injuries and we, or we're getting um, older or we have miniature horses or our horses are unrideable. Um, Everybody can play with it. It's, it's for everybody, old, young, you know, green horse, seasoned horse, and it's just a, a way of developing a connection. You know, sometimes when you're on the, in the saddle, you just can't see your horse's expression. You can't really see their legs move all the time. You know, you're busy, say, trying to stay on or not get bucked off, and you can't really see what's happening. And the beauty of being on the ground, you have a whole different perspective of the horse's thinking and feeling, and it really does. Um, make you a better horseman right so how long have you been doing liberty um i've been doing liberty i'd say for 14 years 14 14 to 15 years yeah but i didn't really really start um really doing it until uh, seriously until spanky came along because i couldn't ride him i didn't know what to do i didn't trust him to be hooked up to a cart he um would inflict injuries and i actually wrote a book the true story um the movie is a hollywood story of course but i wrote a book a kid's book the great adventures of dally and spanky which um talked about when spanky when dally came along and i believe it was instrumental to to him changing Mm -hmm. um but what i did when i got him i i did a groundwork program with him I got him respectful because he was very disrespectful and I really um you know got him to 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 want to do some things right. and um so he started changing and then I got Dally and um I suddenly had a Jack Russell <laughs> unexpectedly <laughs> she was a few months old so she'd come out and watch me um train him right and um, I don't know if we're on to that part yet. I think you actually just asked me about how long I've do, been doing Liberty. So I guess um, when I got Spanky was when I seriously... Yes. Be, because I couldn't ride him. Right. Didn't trust him in a car. So here we are. I guess I'm going to learn Liberty. But Dally had a big part in his turnaround? She, I, I believe so. Um, she used to watch me. I'd train him every day. He was extremely overweight. You know, minis are very hard to maintain their weight. Um, They do get overfed a lot, and people love to feed them, and um, so he was very large. So I knew that I had to get him shaped for his health. So I would exercise him, um, you know, with a lead rope and then practice some liberty. And at the end of a session one day, uh, little Dally had climbed up on the step stool and jumped on his back, and he was very (laughs) naughty, so I grabbed her off, um, turned around, do something else. She jumped back on, I grabbed her off. Well, the next two days, the same thing happened. So on the third day, I said, okay, she wants to to ride him. So he'd be on a lead, and I'd let her ride him back to the paddock. It was pretty deep snow in eastern Washington at that time of year. So it was, you know, she was too small to walk in it anyway. So so that would be her thing. And every day she was so excited. Great. That was her. 
So one thing led to another, and we did an expo in Washington, and I'd never seen her so excited. I let her ride him through the expo hall, and people were just amazed. Yeah. And um, I'd never seen her so excited. She loved being up there. I think she felt important, you know, because small dogs end up seeing a lot of ankles. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I w- at that point I'd started doing shows with him some liberty work and just showing how you could you know do some fun things on the ground so I thought well I'll have her in the show and everybody said a Jack Russell a loose Jack Russell she's there's kids eating corn dogs in the front row there's no way she's going to stay you know she was less than a year old so I said well I'll just see how it goes oh she did not leave that ring she did not leave his side she at that time I didn't let her ride in the show but she was doing backflips and the crowd loved her and she sat up and and from that moment on I knew that was what she wanted and and he was very accepting of her in the morning I mean he obviously enjoyed being with her so tell me how things came about in terms of this movie. How did that happen? Uh, well, I'd been previously... Uh, there was a video that went viral, and I was invited to go on the David Letterman show a few years ago in New York City. That, <laughs> that was an experience. That must have been one of his last, his last it shows? It absolutely was, yeah. yeah. And he actually named it as one of his uh, top ten, yeah. which was really honored yeah, about that's, that that's amazing. and uh, that was an eye-opener for me and that changed a lot of things for me yeah. um, sometimes ignorance is bliss I got lucky <laughs> so you know I, I that helped me a lot um, and then we got invited to the World Dog Awards at Hollywood where they won like the Porskas, we got a golden fire hydrant that was fun and then I went on a couple more TV shows and then I started going to expos and then it just became a thing and I um, was actually in Del Mar, California at the big horse show down there the evening mm-hmm. show right. and I got contacted by a movie producer which <laughs> I thought was funny didn't yeah. really believe it yeah. and I said he said well can you come to me in Hollywood and I said well I happen to be in Del Mar, California otherwise I there's nowhere I probably would have driven down there so next thing there's a screenplay next thing you know here we are on set wow with you know Trace Adkins Denise yeah. Richards I mean it was unbelievable yeah and um but that was a whole different um thing because the actresses were not horse girls yes and um I pretty much had to operate the horse I couldn't be in the scene and that um really helped me too because it made me realize that so many tricks with horses were so close to them right. so that taught me how to teach people to build distance so if you ever do get invited to do a movie or you know in a show where yeah. you can't be in the picture yeah. you know to be able to hold the sit with the animal and walk away and be able to come back which is a whole nother that's a whole other kettle of fish it is but sure. you know it's all it's possible yes it is possible. And then I rescued uh, another horse, a mini called Jet. I felt like um, Spanky, I just didn't want him out with the big horses because he would kick and bite them. And <laughs> they tried to be nice, but I was worried that they might hurt him. So I just thought, well, I don't want him to be alone. So next thing you know, I've got two miniature horses, and Jet is also a rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was found in a, in a drainage ditch, and he's... A beautiful little miniature horse. It took me six months to be able to catch him in a pen. He was right. like a wild Mustang. Yeah. And he's turned out to be, um, he's the one he walks on his hind legs over 100 feet in the show. And he's um, 
he's a little angel. Wow. He's, he's amazing. But when I trained him, I had such a better knowledge mm. that mm. he didn't have the naughty tricks that Spanky <laughs> had learned. So, so when I trained him, I had a lot more knowledge, and it, and it shows in the in the two. Right. Which was going to bring me around to one of my towards my last questions is, uh, what what mistakes have you made that you would like to warn other liberty people about <laughs> right a lot of mistakes the biggest mistake i made and that i see every day yeah. is to go out into a very large area and to turn your horse loose right because what happens most of the time is um, if they do run off or walk off, by the time you get them back, there's been so much reward time where they got to eat grass or sniff over the fence that yeah. you sort of end up teaching them um, to leave you. Yes. And when I got the little black horse and I worked a bit with a, with a Hollywood trainer on this, you know, and for them they have to get specific shots and... Um, you know, he told me, small pen, small pen, small mm -hmm. pen. You know, um, even a stall. You know, and I tell people, with your liberty, it starts from everyday handling. So when you go into the stall to catch your horse, um, have them disengage their hip a couple times before you hold to them. Have them to come to you. Maybe don't stand at the gate. Go to the other side of the stall and see, you know, if they'll come to you. When you turn, when you take your halter off your horse, um, go a little way into the paddock um couple circles and then always leave your horse right. you don't want your horse to leave you you want to back up and leave your horse mm -hmm. so that work in a small pen when you are ready to go in a big pen you make sure you have a lot of friends to help you get the horse back to you you're the good guy they're the bad guys or um a saddle horse and that's something i love doing is riding you can work two horses at once so you ride a, a horse and if the other horse leaves, you can get to them really quickly and bring them back. Right. So they're just some basic tricks. But I think, you know, we none of us have much time, but a lot of things can happen with just your everyday catching your horse and turning right. your horse out that, that will go a long way right. to, to Liberty. So you do Liberty Clinics, do you? I do. I'm coming in two weeks to Courtney on Vancouver Island um, doing a Liberty Clinic there and then I'll be coming, I believe, to this area in the spring and I'll be going to Courtney four times next year. And um, I'm super, super excited about that. I have very small groups. I try not to have more than five. I like to do a lot of one-on-one -on -one with people. And, you know, some people say I'm not good enough. But, I mean, when are we ever good enough? Yeah, Nobody's exactly. at the same level. So I like, you know, I'll work with people at wherever they're, they're out. A lot of times we'll start online. Mm -hmm. And once we have some successful exercises under our belt, then we can, you know, take the, the lead rope off. So, But you can find out more information. I'm on Facebook, mm -hmm. Francesca Carson you can message me there um, my website is dallyandspanky.com so my email is francesca at dallyandspanky.com and um, you know I'm happy to answer any questions and um, yeah that's awesome oh man well thank you so much for taking the time to uh, have this interview with us thanks for having both me and Dally yeah and Dally looks like she's just having a nice little sleep she is uh, <laughs> yesterday was a big day we had the big evening show and then so she's she's just tired she's she's well she knows when to rest yeah. so she's a she's a performer so she's like now I get to rest and I'll be smart on later girl. smart girl yeah thanks so much oh you're Francesca. welcome you're welcome 
Well, I gotta say, I thought this was a great interview because there are many minis out there that don't have a job to do. Well, we should look for some activities minis are, are used for and let people know about them. I bet there's some handheld events similar to the extreme cowboy race where minis are handled through obstacles, kind of like dog agility. We should look into that. I know there definitely is. There was something yeah, yeah. like that for miniature donkeys. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, there definitely is. But, you know, my niece had a lot of fun jumping her little mini in hand, not mm-hmm. in competition, but it was great exercise and fun for the horse, too. There you go. Yeah. I bet there are some competitions for that. Well, I've been doing some Liberty with the Lance because although he's not a miniature horse, um, at 12 hands, two inches, he's a little small for me. (laughs) Somehow I don't think he'd make a great driving pony knowing Lance. Mm. So I have a long way to go though with the Liberty work because I've just started and uh, I've started on the line, I might add. So at least I'm doing something right. (laughs) Yeah. So indeed, as Francesca mentioned, it is not a good idea to start with absolute Liberty. (laughs) Yeah, I've seen that Mm -hmm. and uh, in a performance situation it doesn't usually end well no yeah you can maybe do it well at home Mm -hmm. but once they get out into an area where there's people watching and stuff especially if there's grass around yes (laughs) yes that's true yeah anyway um i have to check out this lorenzo Oh, right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I really definitely want to do that. I I actually thought this was a good interview to air right now because a lot of people are looking for horsey types of gifts for holiday gift giving. And Francesca, as she mentioned in the interview, has written a children's book and also the movie The Adventures of Dally and Spanky is up for sale. It's up for sale, yeah. Yeah. It's a nice idea and, uh, you know, a great family movie. I would also recommend one of my favorite books, Molly the Pony. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a true story about a pony that survived Hurricane Katrina, if you can believe it, yeah, but ended up losing a leg. So I I just blow the knee, I think. So very difficult for a horse to lose a leg and have a prosthetic. But her attitude was so good that the vet agreed to go along with it and try. So she actually, in the end, she went to hospitals to encourage child amputees. And her prosthetic, her little hoof, had a smiley face on the bottom. So she left little smiles everywhere she went. So... Anyway, it's just a, an awesome, awesome that, story. That is really cool. I, You know, I actually think I remember hearing about that, but I'd forgotten. Horses are so inspirational in so many ways. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of inspirational, our Cyber Week sale on exclusive equine content ends just before midnight on December 8th. We've talked before about the great exclusive content we have in the form of interviews with all manner of Olympians and other high-profile athletes, trainers, and veterinarians, and many other experts in the equine industry, and actors and actresses too. Lots of inspirational content in there. Oh, for sure. We know listeners would be amazed and surprised by the information they hear yeah yeah uh since this is kind of an episode about the movie adventures of dalian spanky remember the interviews we did with the actors and actresses (laughs) from heartland yes indeed that was a lot of fun it was yeah Mm -hmm. those interviews are great for anyone but especially if you're a recovering athlete grounded for some reason or if you're on the road traveling from place to place Mm -hmm. so a lot of horse people are often on the road hauling hay or traveling to clinics or shows or events it's true you spend a lot of time in the vehicle that's Mm -hmm. for sure uh when listeners discover our podcast they seem to like to listen to every episode from the very first to the most recent episode so now people are asking 
where the earliest episodes have gone to. Mm-hmm. And you can find them by going to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash equinelyinclined and looking for our products in the About section. You'll find links to the free episode guide download and the Cyber Week sale. If you haven't been lucky enough to lock in your exclusive content subscription yet, you have another chance at the lowest price. Remember, when you choose to lock in your subscription at the lowest price, it stays at that low price for as long as you stay subscribed. So it's a really good deal. Mm. 11.59 Mountain Standard Time on December 8th is the deadline, but don't wait until the last minute. Go treat yourself to some really great content. Go to the Facebook page at facebook.com slash equinelyinclined and look for our products in the About section. Right. And you know, one thing you might want to know is that when you go to subscribe, it looks as though you're subscribing to a course. Oh, yep. (laughs) That's because the content is on a course platform and I'm just using it for something a little different. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Remember, the monthly subscription rate will continue to rise as more information is added. So don't wait to lock in at this low rate. Go to the Facebook page at facebook.com slash equinelyinclined and look for our products in the About section. Well, there are probably some events coming up that we aren't aware of. Maybe people should let us know. But I do know that holiday gift giving is coming up. What kinds of gifts are good for horses and their people? Well, maybe they'd like to join the Equine Podcast Companion Facebook group and let us know. Yes, when we're not all too busy with our horses, we like to interact in the group. Yes, and Sylvia and I create a personalized welcome video for each new member. We generally do that when we get together, like now, Mm -hmm. to record the uh, new episode each week. Yes, and we're going to be able to do that more easily now because I have a brand new MacBook Pro. Yay! I know. I've been a PC girl all my life, (laughs) and I've switched now, and it's taking a little bit of getting used to. I'm sure. But I'm finding it uh, very interesting and and uh, very good oh good yeah. good so depending on when you make your join request you may have to wait a little for us to get together although i do try to get the episode out each friday we could record any time from monday to thursday so don't wait to hit the join button yes hit the join button it would be great to see even more people engaging in the conversations mm-hmm. and when you join as a member please remember to answer the three questions when going through the join process And how can our listeners find this group? Oh, easily. To join the group, go to the page at facebook.com slash equinelyinclined and click on the visit group located at the top right of the page on the desktop. Can't really miss it on mobile. It's pretty much in your face. (laughs) Answer the questions, please, and we'll see you on the inside. Hmm. And if people are not on Facebook... Again, please let us know what your favorite social media platform is. You can reach us by email at podcast at canadaequine.com. Hey, did you know that when you like our page, you'll hear your name when we welcome you at this spot in our next episode? Yeah, we always like to welcome our newest visitors to the Equinely Inclined Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So while you're at the page, click the like button and we'll welcome you here in the next episode. So, speaking of the next episode, hmm, Christmas is coming up so fast, Diana. 
I'm hoping to get out two more episodes before then, so stay tuned. Okay. For, <laughs> stay tuned for another episode next Friday. We'll Yay. do our best to get that done. <laughs> there you go. Christmas shopping. Oh, well. Yeah. And if you're one of those horse-crazy people, or if you know a horse-crazy person who doesn't know how to fill that horseless void, let us know. We want to help. And please find someone new to introduce to the world of horses. So... Until our next episode, bye from Sylvia Schneider and Diana Belbar, and give your horses big hugs for us.